This isn't just a college football game. Number one Clemson visits number four Notre Dame. And here come the Irish. This is the paw print versus solid gold. Dabo versus Kelly. My name is Fire, Fury, Power. My name is Tyron Williams. Legend. Touchdown! In the Angela firing deep ball downfield. Touchdown! This isn't just a college football game. Touchdown! This is TC and Jake. I got a major uh, podcast network announcement to make. Right, it's kind of already been made, but I wanted to let you know that what I see here when I open my computer is that tomorrow I have an 11 o'clock appointment. Or I'm going to meet Tony at my house. Okay, we're going to break down the uh, the contestants. He's going to give a little preview at. Okay, I I could honestly see a scenario where the next time somebody wants to suck you off in print about your podcasting empire, <laughs> not only am they I, don't get around to this one yet. Not not only is IJB not mentioned. That's a given. But that one of your other two properties, possibly both, are knocked off the masthead as you're simply known as producer of Global Sensation Podcast, Daddy Da Da Da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a market for it. There's got to be. And who better to host it? I think so. You know, I get I get hyped up about it, and like I talk myself into it, and then I talk to Tony, and I'm like, maybe he's right. Maybe no one ever will listen. <laughs> like, I walk in like, you're a subject matter expert. You have more passion for the sub- subject than I've ever heard. Uh, it's the subject on which you speak most eloquently. You have a very, like, uh, idiosyncratic viewpoint, which I think sells well. Like, just in general, if you can differentiate yourself from the other people in the market. If people, if people are like, this is like nothing else I've ever heard. Right. I think that's usually, in my opinion, you know, obviously doesn't always work, but... I think a lot of times that's uh, that's a pretty good thing, and uh, he he's got that for sure. Um, but uh, <laughs> but he tells but me he's that also no Tony. one's going to listen, so he's gonna he's gonna undersell it. Yeah, but he's gonna have an opportunity. I'm sure uh, that won't last long before he's told to stop doing so. But he will have an opportunity to promote this product. Uh, during the Dancing with the Stars minute at 12.15, the day after every episode this fall. Oh, that's nice. That's cool that you guys are doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, it ain't a charity case. It's because I fucking love it. I love it, too. That's <laughs> why I'm trying to give the people more. That's why I'm... It's a ton I'm of fun. And I think Answering this is, a lot of emails to try and give the people more. I think this is really the format for him because there, there's never been a time where we had Tony on be it with a guest that was an alum of the show or for the minute where it didn't conclude with him saying, is that it? Are we out of time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that should be the name of the show. Is that it? Are we out of time? Every yeah. No, he uh, he came up with uh, a name for the show. You're going to release that at a time of his choosing? Well, I think we can tease it now. Okay. The Ballroom Blitz. <laughs> okay, I like it. He knows that alliteration works in this, in and this I, industry. And uh, I, 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 I think I successfully persuaded him that working like uh, Ballroom Blitz, a Dancing with the Stars podcast, or something like that, yeah, 
you want to be able to whenever people type in SEO. dancing with the stars yeah i, yeah. I tried to you no. know give some seo basics hey can i our, ask a question uh, our lunch uh-huh. uh i may have mentioned this before but it grinds my gears and i realize this is the start of a, a cut Seinf- seinfeld stand-up bit this is the uh weekly grinds my gears segment has anyone's menu options not recently changed <laughs> <laughs> on the phone yes <laughs> brother i wanted to dissuade you of any notion that i'd memorized your previous menu options what is what a fucking pompous assumption on your or presumption on your part that before i actually i got a tattoo yeah it's uh you know extension i could do that here we could go hey get out of here haven't we been over this before hey get out of here you've had months and months of good behavior on the not bugging the host's front didn't we have a a wonderful weekend together wasn't that enough for you hey get out of here um get out of here dummy here's uh here's the cover art aka the ballroom that needs to be cleaned up a little bit nope it needs it to be just cleaned up a little bit, but the charm of it is that it's not cleaned up. So, anyways, yeah, I don't know what your I menu did options make it were into the into this. The Go right away! Size. I mean, I came over here to see Go you. Go away! Go away! Go away! See, she's got a bark oh. collar on, so that shouldn't be a problem. Gives her a little. Does it really? It's it's really just kind of a vibration that apparently bothers them. Okay. The menu options has changed. Can I have thing. it? Reminds me of. Uh, I think it probably took me about eight years as a child before I was like, hey, they've been calling it the new Kiss FM since I was seven, and it seems the same. Was it, am I missing something here? Like, did I start listening the day it became new, and then they <laughs> it just- must be. It must be. <laughs> uh, and they just I, kept going. As a dedicated Kid Craddock listener at that time, uh, I saw, I took like a, it was a- at Huffines Recreation Center in Richardson, Texas, they oh. had uh, like summer camp things where you'd go for a week and they would have various areas of focus, mm-hmm. you know, like one was basketball. Uh, and one somehow, like just from having these memories, I know that it must have been the media. <laughs> okay. Because there was a, so whenever, yeah, like whenever I worked at the morning news, I would go in the employee entrance and it was a year that I'd been working there before I ever walked through the main entrance. Uh, but whenever I did, it, it blew my mind because I realized I had been there as a child and didn't recall until, like, I was like, holy fuck, I've been here. Uh, it, it, it was from that. And then the other thing was that we, we got to go up to KISS FM. Oh, that's dope. And uh, so from then on, I was a, I was a Craddock listener. I, do, I don't think that he was around. <laughs> like, I think it was in the middle of the day. But I, I mean, I was just listening to Kiss a lot at that point because oh, yeah. they let me go in the studio. Like, no better selling point for a child. I was listening to it because whoever was taking me to school, probably a mad mom in a minivan. Yeah, looking was, back, uh, I'm confused how my mother was depending on the fucking six-year-old for figuring out the good entertainment choices in the new city. And not exactly new, like four years in at this point. But, yeah. uh Whatever she was, and really, it's it's shocking in an abstract way. Less so when I'm familiar with the personalities involved, but uh, that's fine. You, you know, mentioned every- uh, your Don Huffines Recreation Center. Uh huh. It's pretty tough to find. Uh, it's it's what was way easier to find humor and entertainment when Papa was just 
killing it for four years on the circuit. Because that's like not, I mean, a lot of that shit was really sad, etc. Huh? Trump. Okay. But like current political news, it's really hard to find anything that's like all that funny about it. Uh, yeah, it depends where you look, but sure. But I found one thing, and that is uh, the governor doing everything he can to appeal to the most extreme portion of his base. Mm-hmm. And his primary, primary challenger outflanking him to the right. Oh, easily, <laughs> right? Yeah. That Greg Abbott at least said, uh, hey, look, I mean, I said you can get it after six weeks. That gives you about a, what, two-day window to figure that out? And Don Huffines is like, this guy's pro-choice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what, what more do I need to get you away from me? What was he going to say? Yeah, I don't know. Probably nothing else other than... Hey, you know what? Greg made some great points. Actually, I'm going to drop out. Yeah, I guess that's true. It just seems like this is the thing you wouldn't be hitting. I mean, hit him on, like, the fucking grid. But no, what, what, why uh, did we bring up Kiss FM? I, it wasn't a great point, but I had a Because small it reminds me whenever they called it the new Kiss of That's our menu right. options made. I changed. recall that. Uh, I'm kid, the court reporter over here. Kid, thank you. Uh, although soon I will be able to do that because I have cut back on my weed with the point of making my memory better. Good. And I'm having some results. Okay. I'd love to see that uh, tested and compared as a baseline, like it's CTE or something, but I'm just going to let you man woman tv <laughs> dog um person i think was one of them yeah 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 uh well i mean if you can't remember then that's true uh no but uh he kid would people would ask him about it like the callers would be like what the fuck dude and he's like it's because we play new music okay so the music is new i think i actually can buy that he would say it tongue in cheek, like in the way that he knew that it was a dumb gimmick, oh. like, but but was trying to come up like a you know like a, no they were saying boo ayes yeah they weren't booing. Uh, I looked at Jeffrey Lurie's Wikipedia page today. That sounds fun. Do you know where his family got their wealth? And it wasn't from his bootstraps that just led him to. A couple years ago, I had an intern put together how every NFL team current owner got their team. That's great. And it's just all exactly what you think. Yeah. They either got it directly from their from their dad or their dad founded a company. They worked for that company. They bought the team using the money from that company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Lurie's grandfather is the founder of General Cinema. Okay. Which was... I don't know if it's still banging these days, but that was one of the more popular movie theater chains when I was a kid. What? General? You went to a movie called General Cinema? Yeah, because I think that's when it be, it became AMC. But I think for a okay, decent portion of my logo, life. Yeah, I, you, I, you I do definitely remember the logo. logo. I don't remember a single time where my parents said, pile in the car, folks. We're going to General Cinema. Well, I don't... I just remember... Yeah, nobody was like... Uh, was selling you on the brand it was more just you'd go to the movies and then you'd walk up and you'd be like oh this one's called this i guess yeah but that's where he got his uh that's where his family got their money mm. and uh at bob, least they let people see movies bob was properly remembering that he did meet his current wife uh because she worked the register at a uh, vietnamese restaurant that he frequented 
Wow. I think her brother was the owner of it. I think I'm, uh, given everything else, fine with that. That sounds great. Yeah, I'm not, I have no uh, issue with, with this. It's just. It's an interesting tidbit that we do not have any critical feelings about. <laughs> while, uh, while we're talking about the rich, I have a uh, listener submitted so they got away with that, huh? I've been meaning to get two for weeks. It's good because I got one I want to put on the uh, radar. Uh, you will see some parallels, I have no doubt, to a uh, incident you've been talking about for the entire time I've known you. But uh, before we get to that one, I want to let you know that uh, Sam Walton's daughter, Alice, I should pull this Wikipedia up to make sure I get all these details right, although I do have a steel trap memory because now I only smoke twice a week. <laughs> um, she but was but itching with, by Thursday because he's already burned both of his chits. No, it's always Friday and Saturday. Okay. Although I did give myself a little treat because the Irish won. Oh, right. As you're aware. Um personal life walton has been involved in multiple auto automobile accidents yeah she lost control of a rented jeep during a 1983 family thanksgiving reunion near acapulco acapulco easy word reunion difficult word and plunged into a ravine shattering her leg she was airlifted out of mexico and underwent more than two dozen surgeries she suffers lingering pain from her injuries was that the most permanent uh result of her injuries well, um, let's see. Let me see if I can pull up the... Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I should have just had this ready. I apologize to the listener. Um, no one believes you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, does it ever confuse you that there's a guy who works for CNN named Brian Stetler and, or Stelter, and you're always like, oh, it's the Brian Stelter Orchestra? Jump jiving, then you <laughs> Jump jiving. We uh, don't talk enough about what a hilarious moment in time for American culture that was. I think this was before uh, you got on the scene, but I did make, and given the way that my music choices were going down with you throughout the weekend, I guess this is probably in my favor, given the amount of rotten fruit that was thrown at me for whenever I did put this on for the people who were there. But I did feel like there was an appropriate time to play the Woodstock 99 performance of Jump Jive Boy. Because <laughs> they were there. Yeah, of course they were. Oh, zoot, zoot, riot. Do you find oh, your boy. stuff? I'm yeah. really just kind of trying to vamp over here. Yeah, no, looking at trending topics. Uh, before, I had been trying to read... So what's going on is i'm totally unwilling to spend even five dollars to give these people content despite all the that they give us so i've been looking at the google books and halfway through the story it cuts off mm -hmm. like as google books does but i guess they rotate what they do um because now i have the full story it doesn't cut off so i was i was looking for the last page where it cuts off and i knew it was just above that and then i couldn't find that and i was like oh shit they're giving me the whole story so let me read you the whole story okay early one beautiful misty morning in april of 1989 speeding down the highway in her 1987 porsche on her way from the farm to work alice walton slammed into a woman trying to cross the road killing her instantly 50 mm. year old oleda harden mother of two fully grown large adult sons had been waiting for a ride to a job at a nearby canning factory when she decided to step down off her porch and onto the edge of the road to watch for her friend who was running late. Neither she nor Alice saw each other until too late. Harden was carried up onto the hood of her car, her head smashing through the windshield before her body was thrown off the porch and skidded to it as the porch skidded to a stop. 
Hysterical, spattered with blood and shards of glass, Alice Walton ran back to the body, but there was nothing to be done. Walton was treated for shock and very minor injuries. Alita Hardin's husband, Harold, who worked the night shift in a nearby tool plant, arrived home from work barely an hour later to find a policeman waiting on his front porch with the terrible news. He was still in shock. Though Alice had been speeding and had been ticketed twice for speeding in the previous year, the police decided not to file any charges. Witnesses said she couldn't have avoided, uh, couldn't have avoided hitting the woman. Um, he, uh, as police explained to Harold, uh, he accepted their explanation. But the first one, the 1983, when she was fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was drunk <clears throat> for that one. And that, that's not her only drunk driving incident. She's definitely... But, I mean, this was, you know, in the morning. So, I'm I'm not alleging uh, the drunkenness was likely. Although, you know, with those fucking rich, it's not possible. Some of them Our do pills, drink in the mornings. Like Tiger. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, just speeding down the thing. And, the, you know, I like... Is speeding the most morally corrupt thing that a rich person has ever done? I would say no. Uh, is the fact that within an hour the police were explaining to the woman's husband, "Look, hey, I don't think you should be mad about this." There's not much we can do. That I don't feel great about. Other than a payment from Alice Walton's auto insurer, Harden said the family was offered no compensation. Ah oh, man, I thought you were going to say other than a payment of two million dollars or something, because you know she's worth like a billion dollars more. Yeah, no, I mean, she, she was driving to work at the, like, equity firm that she had founded with all the money her dad gave her, so. This is always, uh, like, watch this. Here, I, I'm going to try something real quick. Uh, this is always one of my favorite things. Uh, we've talked about it before. So I'm going to type in, and I know everybody's Google is different, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to type in Alice Walton space D-R. Now, do you think that should return a result for me, given what you just said? I, I do think it should. D-R-U. Nothing. D-R-U-N. Yeah. Nothing. This happens, to, it happens all the time. I'm getting now, to let me, let me try Alice Walton drunk D-R-I-V-I-N. It's not, it, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> if you find anybody who is, uh, unless it's like a huge news story, like sort of corrupt, and you type that in, it will never show up in autofill. Now, let me, try, let me show you another one. Let me try Aris, uh, Alice Walton space. And I'm going to say C H. Oh, charity. Mm, mm-hmm, huh. mm-hmm. That's weird. It's weird how the people who own the entire world don't typically have autocomplete. Like you have to go full Epstein. What are you doing? Uh, Google had a little thing. <laughs> That's my full explanation. <laughs> Well, so she got away with that, huh? And now Google's covering her tracks. That's right. That's right. It does sound tough to be crushed in a Jeep. Don't drink and drive, kids. Uh, yeah, I would say it sounds equally as bad as being uh, having your head go through the windshield of a speeding Porsche. And then be- Imagine having someone's head go through your car. I don't want to do it. No, I don't think I'd ever be able to think about anything else. But if I did, I think I'd feel guilty enough that I might offer more than what the auto Well, look, that's why I have insurance. I mean, is are the lawyers telling you that if you offer them a dollar, you're fucked? Pro, like, oh, just because you're admitting Well, I can pay them the money. Yeah, maybe. They're never going to stop coming back. Yeah. I mean, I you know, you could just give them like fucking 10 mil with an agreement not to sue for more. Talking about an NDA. Yeah, I am talking about an NDA. 
I know what your uh, your right, topic folks. is going to be. No, that was the that was the big. So they got away with that, huh? I just thought you were going to compare it to the uh, the Augustus Bush the fourth. That's a great one. That yeah. is very early. No, somebody's been not one person, but many people have been asking. Why don't you guys talk about Missy Beavers? See, I mean, there's just not much there. Yeah, they definitely got away with that. Whenever we floated before, uh, should we do a true crime podcast? The overwhelming response, insofar as there was one, <clears throat> like we got, you know, plenty of emails saying yes. They had an assorted uh, number of interesting cases, um, but uh, half the emails were, "What the fuck happened with that Missy Beaver shit?" And so I did a little googling and stuff, and. I don't know, man. Don't yeah, know. it's a wild one. Every time the anniversary comes up, all the local news sites will refresh everyone's memory on it. And everyone's like, I don't know. That seems really weird. Certainly seems like they got away with that. But I just, I, I want more. I want so much more. Like, I, I'm okay. Like, I just even, just a sense that the police, I'm sure that that, department didn't have anything bigger happen that year so i'm confident they did spend a lot of time investigating it and i also understand how it's not normal police behavior to just publish an article with all of those details yeah but sure do i wish they would yeah <laughs> just because uh i want to know like i want more on the whole thing um dnc pipe bomber i think i'm inclined to move to so they got away with that huh just as a bookkeeping matter Okay, good call. Yeah, we make sure we put these in the proper ledger. Um, you never really heard about that after that day, right? How close was I that mean, on the day? Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah, it was on January 6th <clears throat> that there were bombs set to go off, and they just, I don't know if they were found first or if they like assembled them sloppily. But the FBI for weeks after would, I would see the tweet every couple weeks where they would say, hey, Here's the pictures we have of the dude. Let us know what you uh, can can tell us. But I remember, <laughs> I don't know why, but I remember the guy's shoes that he was wearing <laughs> Air Master of Speeds. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to wear something a little more nondescript. Like, go with the, the all-white or the all-black Air Force Ones. and Someone knows. Like, aside like from Benet. the accomplices, you know? Like, if, if you had other people to help them build the bombs, of course they know. But there's someone who said, fuck, those, like, enough people I know in the those country. those speeds anywhere. Exactly. Yeah, those, just, we even if someone's. We told them the day bottom. Do you think that if your brother was walking in a hoodie with no, you know, like, with nondescript shoes, like, the, do you think you would be able to tell? I'm going to run this experiment. I'm going to get 10 guys out here about your brother's height and build. And put them all in hoodies, and you're gonna have to pick out which one's your brother. Uh, if I could see him walk, I think I could do it. And they definitely got him walking. So I'm saying his brother probably knows. And that's what was weird too about the Missy Beavers thing is because she was dressed up in so much tactical gear, she looked like the Stay Puffed man. You're saying the killer was a female? Well, I don't. So that was the thing is that people started saying like that it, that it looked like the gait of a female. Like a lot of like forensic analysts were saying that person's walking. You know, with the gait of a woman, but the thing is, is that they're literally walking like, uh, you know, the kid on Little Giants when he I has got like too much shit on me. <laughs> he did the the burp had too much shit on him. I and don't so want to be around <laughs> it anymore. Makes it very hard to identify it. Uh, 
No, so I have one that I want on your watch list. Okay. Have you dove into this Murdoch murders thing? Well, the uh, I'm gonna seen Lethal Weapon. Okay, not Murtaugh. Oh, sorry, my mistake. I actually haven't seen Lethal Weapon. I th- I've seen the first one and the third one, but I don't know if I've seen the second one. The third one I was obviously very into because they had incorporated Chris Rock. They're fucking you with the cell phones. It's great rant, dude. Joe Pesci killing it. It sounds good. I'm sure it's good. This story is... I have seen, uh, what was it, the sixth one? <laughs> I don't know. I thought they stopped at three. three no, the Always Sunny. Oh, yeah. Gold. This story is bonkers, and it's so much so that I'm not even sure that I can properly do it justice because I read for an hour, and then I was like, there's too much here. Okay. So basically, this is the story of... It's, it's going to be a TV show one day depending on how it ends up being resolved. But in places like South Carolina that are, I don't know that you would call small town, but like there's like one family that is the legal dynasty family. Like the grandpa has been, he's been. And where, sorry, where did you say this? This is is in South Carolina, about an hour away from Hilton Head. Okay. So it's one of those deals where, there's been a family, it's a family that runs shit for forever. They probably decide who gets elected to office, etc. No doubt they met Strom Thurmond. Oh, they were at the memorial with, with Biden. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we start in June of this year. Uh, this is what they call South Carolina's rural low country. I know about the low country. It sounds like something that would end up on True Detective. Yes, absolutely. I don't know how, but yeah. I would like to see a season centered in the low country. You know, uh, Pizzolatto has a movie coming out in a month. Does he? He wrote it. uh, Antoine Fuqua of uh, Training Day directed it. Interesting. Jake Gyllenhaal is a 911 operator. Okay. Catches a saucy case. I'm interested in that. A lot more interested than I am in the Sopranos prequel. Which... I'm sure it will be something yeah, to watch for the show. Yeah, I, I, I haven't. I know that people don't like the trailer, but I haven't seen it. And I haven't either. I'm not a Sopranos obsessive <laughs> as some. So Randolph Murdoch was elected as uh, a. He was elected as the chief prosecutor in this county 101 years ago. For more than eight decades, three generations of his family have been prosecutors here in five counties, and. Uh, so the latest one that's in the news is named Alex Murdoch, a lawyer. He's the great-grandson of the first elected prosecutor. Back in June, his wife and son, I think his son was 22, were found shot to death at their home in Islington. It's about 70 people that live there 60 miles west of uh, Charleston. So this is back in June. Police have made no arrests, not identified a suspect, and uh, you know, people start talking. Mm-hmm. Because the first thing you think is like this guy put somebody away and somebody affiliated. Anytime like a prosecutor's family is, uh, I just figure he did it. Sorry, I don't mean to give it away, but well, we don't. Know. I don't know what happens. I yeah, I, I just you know. So uh, far, they've got away with that, huh? Whenever it's uh, something like, there is something to police's insistence. Like the Bill James crime book is uh, largely mocking. Police's uh, refusal to consider anything other than uh, family members, because up until like the '80s, they just refused to admit that serial killers were real. 
that was something that they thought the general public was just flat wrong about, and you're an idiot if you brought it up, and you know, it just allowed a lot of serial killers to yeah. do a lot of terrible <clears throat> things. Although, because they weren't getting quite the same coverage, I don't know that there was the same incidence of them. It's not just coverage. There's also uh, the 60s, we really had a lot of a series of relaxations of things that would get people put in jail and instances where people would be kept in jail. And so we ended up in a situation in the 70s where the percentage of the incarcerated population was very low, which I do like, of course. But uh, a consequence of that is that the number of people that you do need to keep away from the rest of the population for safety reasons. Kind of can just do whatever they want. Yeah, some of those people are out and then Ted Bundy goes and kills a bunch of folks. But that being said, I do think we see stories like this often enough where prosecutors' families are in danger. I think that happens. And not just on TV. Somebody gets out later or it's, you know, gang-related. There's the one in Washington... That one was obviously the most gruesome, insane one. The 9-11, <clears throat> it was around the time of 9-11. Yeah. So it, it didn't get on the headlines. Wasn't it there, isn't it like essentially solved? I think so. Like I don't think that the guy got convicted of it, but it's one of those things where... They know who did it, they just can't figure out. Well, actually <laughs> they do know why, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Kid. Wasn't it like a gun rights thing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think we did this about a year ago. Mm -hmm. So the son, 22-year-old, he had been out in another year. He was out on bail. He was charged in 2019 with drunkenly crashing a boat in an accident that left a 19-year-old passenger dead. Ooh, up until the dead part, that sounded like a good time. Yeah. Just drunkenly crashing your boat for kicks as long as nobody dies. I mean... That, (laughs) yes, that sounds like a good time to me. I'm I'm very serious about... uh, Operating motorcraft in a sober fashion. I know. I know you are. Uh, So uh, that's what we have in June. We have uh, his his family, this this prosecutor, his wife and 22-year-old son found dead at their hunting lodge. Uh, Back in uh, just over the the previous weekend, early September, he was shot in the head. The dad. On the side of the road uh, where he said he was changing a tire. Now, he lived. He's, it, uh, police have Whoa. said it's a superficial gunshot wound to the head, declined to comment on the law firm's uh, – or declined to comment further. Came out after it was reported that he was shot in the head. So like Monday, mm-hmm. that he was let go from his law firm Friday, so before this weekend – he was let go from his law firm, which is one of the biggest, if not the biggest in the state, for misappropriating funds. Okay, so my timeline here is in June, this guy's wife and 22-year-old son, 22-year-old son was out on bail for a uh, what I assume is a manslaughter charge, vehicular or otherwise. That happens in June. So he's not the DA right now. He's a former prosecutor? <clears throat> yeah, and I think, he, I think he's a former prosecutor and uh, – now just works in private practice mm-hmm. for like a massive firm that is named after his great grandfather. But so in, in June, family shot. Mm-hmm. When does uh, fired and then shot happen? Friday. So a couple days ago, we're doing this on Wednesday. That's apparently when he was let go uh, over the misappropriating of the funds. Mm, Sunday is when he says that he was changing a tire on the side of the road 
was shot in the head for it with by a uh, he got a superficial gun a gunshot wound. Um, and I think they said they were investigating it. I'm not sure if he actually resigned or not, but they were going to fire him. Mm-hmm. Um, so the shooting was over the weekend. And today I want to say... Do you think someone might... I, I'd say, what, what would you put as the percentage chance that someone would shoot him for embezzling? Like from the firm? Like that they take it personally, you're a fucking low-down, dirty cheater. And we're in the country, we do things our own way out here. Exactly. Like, yeah. I, I can't see, not to really toot our own horn here, but I, I can't see a big Dallas firm doing that. No, but over there, I could. Yeah. Now, I don't know, because there's a little more. Okay. Uh, so, as of today, the state Supreme Court issued an order suspending Murdoch's license to practice law in South Carolina. Because of the embezzlement? Uh, yes. Okay. And he released a statement through his attorney today saying that he was going to be checking himself into rehab after a long battle that was exacerbated by these murders. He said, I'm mm-hmm. immensely sorry to everyone I've hurt, including my family, friends, and colleagues. I ask for prayers as I rehabilitate myself and my relationships. So there is a small independent um, outlet in uh, South Carolina, news outlet that has been covering this, and they've been covering this family for years and years and years and years. Uh, and so I, I can't for sure tell you how credible this is, but, uh, it appears to be a, I don't know if you'd call it central track, uh, like what central track did around the time of the protest where they were getting in from, they were <laughs> breaking stories that the big, the bigger media outlets were behind yeah, on. Yeah, like, uh, the Oklahoma paper that the guy, and it's not a paper, it's just a website that people occasionally send this stuff from. Yeah. Lost Ogle. Yeah. Okay, so this woman, Mandy Matney, she works at this place, uh, and she I don't even know the name of the... She's got 10,000 followers, and she's based in Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina. She actually, last month, launched a podcast on this. Now, I have not listened to that. However, four hours ago, she tweeted, breaking... Multiple, uh, multiple, ugh, multiple sources familiar with the investigation into the Alex Murdoch shooting. That's the dad and husband and lawyer. Uh, familiar with this investigation into Alex Murdoch shooting, have confirmed to us that the knife used to puncture a run flat tire on his SUV has been recovered. So he said he was changing a flat on the side of the road. They found a knife. Okay. The knife belonged to him. Oh. I mean, does that mean anything? I don't know. I don't know why it it makes it appear that somehow he punctured his own tire. It suggests that well, no, he, I wouldn't say that. I mean, if they're if they're like looking at his car, I mean, I guess you're then requiring for the car to be unlocked. But they're saying that but I'm just saying like if someone's trying to puncture a, a tire of a car, they could just take your knife. Yeah, like yeah. I keep a knife in the car. Hell yeah, dude. What's up? That's tough guy stuff. I know. Uh. So, yeah, they don't know. <clears throat> they just know that uh, the knife that had rubber on it <laughs> that was found in the scene yeah. is, is his knife. I'm just like, the scene, his, if he owns a knife and keeps it in the car, I am probably overrating how often people keep knives in cars because of my personal experience. Um, but, uh, you know, if he keeps a knife in the car, the fact that that knife would have been near the car is not remarkable to me. Yeah, certainly possible. Somebody could have just been looking to go fuck with him and beat him up, and they ran him down, and he stopped, and they got into his car, and yeah, or like his- that they were trying to before the car, like that you know he's the Walmart or whatever, 
I guess if you were having this whole plan, you probably would bring your own knife. The New York Times also reported... But I'm just saying, like, they wanted to fucking make him stop for a reason so they could shoot him on the side of the road, right? Right. It was very odd to shoot somebody in the head. Although I remember when my stepdad first told me that that actually happens. Not like a lot, but that people get shot in the head and don't die. A lot more than you would have thought as a kid yes. hitting GoldenEye kill shots. Yeah, there's a Stephen King story that uh, ruminates on this for a while. Like you can get front entry and I was around the to back. That is a twelve-year-old on your way to I mean, visit whatever, Kid Craddock. I yeah, I I I don't think that that was a questionable decision. I loved reading Stephen King, and I don't suffer from night terrors or anything like that. So sources both with this uh, South Carolina independent news organization and the New York Times say that the total of the amount of money that is missing is in the eight-figure range. Oh, my man! And that the rehab check-in is for. Uh, opioids. Oh, so there's a lot man. of shit going on here, yeah, <laughs> as yeah. you can tell. And I have no idea if this will be resolved. It feels like in places like this, a lot of times it's not resolved. Um, but so what do you what do you think? Like, man, the guy punctured his own tire to then shoot himself in the head, but it didn't go. Like, why wouldn't you shoot yourself in the head at home? Because it would look way more like a murder if it happened on the side of the road. But I don't think they have a weapon, though. So that I, to, to my knowledge, they haven't recovered the, a weapon. But if you, want, like, if you were somehow able to pull that off. These seem like enough facts that I feel like I should be able to assemble something more of a picture of what's going on than I... I mean, I, I don't know. I wish, I'd, uh, had, I wish I wasn't doing this live in public. I'm probably going to look like a dummy. But <laughs> I'd, I'd like to know how all of this fits together. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't. Because I think the the most likely thing about the knife being recovered is that he punctured the tire. But why would he puncture the tire? Cops said uh, September 7th, shots were fired at Murdoch where he was inspecting a flat tire on his late wife's Mercedes Benz. The tire appeared to have been slashed. A truck passing Murdoch on the road circled back as he was assessing the vehicle. Someone in the vehicle asked if he was having car trouble. Murdoch explained that he had a flat tire. Then Murdoch heard, heard a gunshot wound and realized that he had been shot in the head. Ah, oh, jeez, cripes. Oh, uh, that yeah, really so stings. Like, it's ah. like a, somebody turned the blow dryer on too high up there. It's hot. Police told, uh, said the incident was a, quote, setup, and the gunman slashed Murdoch's tire and then followed the lawyer until he pulled over. So possibly, and this is unconfirmed, but possibly like, you know, somebody puts a, like he stops somewhere gas station or something somebody gets into his car takes a knife out of his car puts a hole in his tire that is not immediately uh, you know that's readily available and then yeah i'm i'm like i'm with that i can imagine that possibility but just it it raises the obvious question if you've gone through enough time to plan out this whole thing why wouldn't you bring a knife from home like, if you've got this, I know, I'll follow him until he stops somewhere, slash his tires, and then shoot him while he's changing the tire. Yeah, because what do you do if you show up, like, you have this plan that's very, very uh, specific, and you show up, and while he's in getting uh, his snacks at the diner, you are like, God damn it, there's no knife of his in here. Guess we'll have to try again next time and hope for there to be a knife of his in here. That doesn't yeah. make any sense unless they yeah. stole it from his house. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unless so. somebody stole it like when they murdered his family. But it's it's not obvious to me how... Like, I guess I could... Knowing all this, I mean, the guy seems... 
the if you're the sort of person who embezzles the eight figures and uses opioids, I would say that makes you more likely to be a uh, family annihilator. Would you agree with that? Unfortunately, I would. I wouldn't put it as likely. <laughs> I, I'm not saying uh, no trial is necessary. Throw him in jail. But it's upping the probability some. You, you know, you're wandering into a world where the wife discovers the embezzlement and you feel like you got to do something to keep this under wraps. Yeah. Everything's spinning out of control. Or the you're acting super weird because you're addicted to extremely heavy narcotics yeah yeah and now you realize that the jig is up drug use often accompanies crimes which is why i don't do them anymore uh by the way there was also (laughs) there was also a 2015 uh death that after they after his son killed the guy while they were boating they opened up a new inquiry into that into this 2015 uh death of a 19 year old man hey no what do we got? They just littered. You got a fucking litterer over here? The fucking black the sedan car? reached the stop sign, had the window already down, tossed a blue cup. Dude, it's my, in the gutter now. My yard is littered with cups from people who litter. From up. him. But I always assume it just flies out of the back of their truck when no, somebody is, is not he, properly. he meant to do that. That's a legacy litter right there. That's what we call that. Uh, just for the listener, he doesn't know what's going on. Well, like, uh, yeah, we painted a pretty we do the, solid we'll, picture. Just, we do the podcast whenever we're at Jake's house uh, in front of a large bay window. It's not quite a bay window. I think the bay window usually pushes out a little bit, right? But it's just, yeah, it's just a large window. <laughs> it's a Michael Bay window. <laughs> Dude, he's a fucking I know it's wall. not a bay window. I'm just saying it's a big... It's a, I thought the bay meant big. I didn't know there was... That was an old, old word for big. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We had bay windows when I was a kid growing up. I know what they are. Oh. Uh, but he, we, we do the show staring out the large window of Jake's home and uh, can see the uh, you know small <laughs> intersection in front of it. If you want to look at it on Google Maps, I'll just give out the address. Yeah, it would probably picture. be cool if you didn't. Oh, okay. I had a buddy. I, I've certainly told this, but it's probably been many years, but... He was he was a big litterer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we would catch him all Just the time. Just loved to litter. Like, cause he was a guy who did, kept a pretty messy car. You mm-hmm. know, he had a single he had a single cab uh, truck. I and, assume that. And he would eat in his car all the time, and even you know drink in his car. And I would see him throw shit out of his car all the time. Like if I was driving behind him when we were pulling back up to a house or something, he started busting his balls about it one time. We we're like, dude, you're like the only person we know that's st- like that litters. Like nobody does that anymore. Don't My mess mom with would, I, I can honestly say that I don't know that I've ever littered. Oh, hey, cut it out! I can't immediately recall a time. I, there was always a large stigma placed on that as a child. Yeah, and I feel like that was a big one for my mom too, which is really weird because I don't. It's not like she's you know a hippie or anything, but the environment, recycling and not littering. But anyways, we used to bust his ass for this all the time, like. Dude, it's just gross. Like, you're the only person who does this. And you have to imagine this person having a very Charlie Day-like affect. Mm-hmm. And he got really mad about, like, the 10th time this we did someone it. someone I know. Of course. And he was like, what the fuck, man? He's like, all the time on this littering. All the time, you guys are all over me about littering. You act like I subscribe to Litterers Monthly. <laughs> <laughs> that always stuck with me. 
What a funny <laughs> idea for a for a publication. Oh and yeah, they got a good spread this month. As the as the market becomes more segmented and niche. <laughs> yeah, that's how you win in we today's just, media culture. We want to target in this ecosystem. Super serve <laughs> people that just a small segment that's not being served already. That just love litters. Absolutely. So that's my uh right now they've gotten away with this, huh? That's and a good I, one. I think there's a chance that they will. So I wanted to spend the last uh, 10 minutes that we have here. Um, do we have 10 minutes? Yeah, sure. Okay. Then I got to go get school supplies. I want to spend the last 10 minutes we have here uh, talking about Kanye a little bit. We don't have to rehash. Do we Do we even... We didn't review the album last time. We were just talking no. to Matt, right? Yeah. Um, but I've I just been thinking about the listening party. I had some thoughts about the listening party. I, I really liked the listening party. Uh, it was streaming on Apple Music, and I, I watched it live. Um, you know, it's Kanye's house in Soldier Field. Pretty dope. And, you know, it starts out by... Well, first of all, the whole thing. You know, like, <clears throat> the stuff around how he launched the album, you know, the constant delays, um, that sort of thing. I do want everyone to once again note, what time of year is it, Jake? It's summer. You remember my whole thing? You, you're looking at me kind of blank. Well, it's not really even summer. It's summer for another... September 21st is when summer ends. I think there are conflicting reports on this. No, it's the solstice. Yeah, but like this isn't... I heard the, the muser saying it's that the there's like a, a meteoro meteorological summer in September 1st, which means weathermen say it's summer. And That's I trust bullshit, them. dude. It's the fucking equinoxes and solstices. I know that, but I... Uh, anyways. We got another couple weeks of summer. My point is Kanye's just been sitting in this hot weather cooking. His his mania is going off, and that's what's going on. You just you see a lot of crazy stories about Kanye over the course of his career, and it is They're my long time point that all of them occurred during warm weather. Because he just can't wait for football. That's right. He's just jonesing for, for, for Andy Dalton. That's why he wouldn't leave NFL stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, but so he just, uh, you know, I mean, the, the, the first song he brings out, uh, two widely reviled figures who are having some tough press right now, uh, Marilyn Manson and, uh, and baby, the baby, the baby. And, uh, I, d I don't want to have back to back weeks of defending the Jeopardy guy, oh, which no. again, I was not doing. <laughs> And then defending these two, uh, you know, like I, I'm, I'm happy to say that at a certain point, uh, bad people deserve bad press uh, and consequences for their actions. But I think that there is something to whenever Kanye does stuff because it's Kanye and because I'm so in the bag for him, I don't approach it from a is this good or is this bad sort of thing. I just try to assimilate it into uh, you know, like I'm, I'm just looking to build an argument for why it is in fact good. And I find that to be like, I, I sort of, I see the dangers of that. I, I think they're obvious, but, uh, it's also a nice way to go about things. I wish that there were more. And I mean, I guess in some sense we're, you know, I'm describing this sort of <clears throat> tribal behavior that we all are constantly doing. And maybe it's just I've put myself in the position I don't like because I don't like either the uh, Democrat or Republican Party. Uh, and so I'm not, you know, it's not like, 
you know, I'm just looking at Joe Biden's things as, you know, all I'm assuming that all of them are good and I'm just trying to figure out why. But that is the space I'm in with Kanye. I assume that everything he does is good and I just want to figure out why it's good. And it's a... it sort of like frees you from certain constructs. I don't. No follow up questions, please. I was, I was gonna probably just not. Uh, I like. I don't, I don't. I don't know what I mean by that. That's why I'm saying no follow up questions. I, don't, I, I. I haven't pinned this down yet. Um, well, I think people call it a religion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Usually, it is just kind of a fun way to go through things, and like, you know, I. Especially the the I mean the I don't want to touch the Maryland Manson stuff. I was gonna say I don't know that they really even belong in the same I agree. bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the baby stuff, uh, you know, it's it's a terrible, reprehensible view. His verse on it is hilarious. It's like a drill. It's like a fucking drill tweet, but it's a verse of just like, oh, see, it's the fucking. Oh, so you persecute Jared Fogle for his beliefs? <laughs> like, you know, like, I go and say one thing and y'all get mad. What the fuck? You know I feed my kids with this. Except he believes it. I, I bet that, yeah, no, he obviously believes it. That's what makes it hilarious. Um, but I don't know. There's, it's, it's fun being freed from, here's what I'm trying to say a little bit. Here's a better, better way of uh, putting a finer point on it. Freeing yourself from asking, like, basically being the jury constantly. That's what I don't like. I don't like that in this court of public opinion, I am constantly asked, being asked to play juror. Like, that's the expectation of me as someone who participates in the public discourse, is I'm supposed to be condemning these people. And I don't like condemning people a lot of the times. I think that everyone is made in the image of their Lord Jesus Christ and deserves love. <laughs> And so I don't want to find out why I'm supposed to hate the baby. Like it's bad that he said those things. I wish that he wouldn't have said them. But like, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. Like I, this idea that we put on ourselves that we have some kind of like obligation to, you know, meet out the the penalties for these people. Uh, you know, the, like we're we're all acting as like a mini state dispensing justice with but like what based on what we like listen on and what we're buying and, and sort of shit like that and like i understand and it comes from a good place an impulse of trying to make things better and i appreciate that but just watching you know just enjoying the fuck out of you know like having them sit on the fucking porch of kanye's reconstructed childhood home at soldier field and just having a good time uh, I just, I did, it was real. I realized how much of a weight is on my shoulders by, you know, every day I'm fucking showing up for jury duty and I don't want to do it anymore. They came for one of your faves. <laughs> I don't like him really. <laughs> I like, just like Nancy Pelosi's granddaughter, niece. I screw that up every time said about Epstein. I think it was just her daughter. No way. I think it's just her daughter. Really? I thought she would have, uh, your daughter would probably understand a little better, maybe not pop off on the Epstein thing while I'm in a position of power. And I mean, that's... It imp- definitely was her daughter. That's implying a lot more awareness than I've assumed anyone in her family has ever had. That's probably true. The Epstein case is horrific and the young women deserve justice. It is quite likely that some of our faves are implicated, but we must follow the facts and let the chips fall where they may. She's right. Some of our faves, man. 
Yeah, what part I, do you disagree with? You hate to see some of our faves, especially Chris after, Tucker's on the plane, dude. Especially after they got ah, oh, that's still the best. <laughs> that he's on the plane. It's still the best. Or are you talking about Rush Hour? No, it's. Can we watch Rush Hour this weekend? A hundred percent. Hell yeah! I'm not a big fan of uh, like the karate crossovers, but that one. But that one's pretty good. Yeah. Just the fact that Chris Tucker was was wrapped up in that shit is... You remember when he said the, do you understand the words? I do remember that part. Yeah, that was good. I do remember that part. I am willing to bet without having seen that movie in 20 years that there are a lot, and I mean a lot, of Timbaland beats in it. Yeah. I See, I thought you were going to say uh, over-the-line Asian slurs, and I was inclined to agree. Yeah, that's probably true, too. <laughs> But you're probably right. Uh, obviously, uh, Mariah Carey's fantasy uh, figures prominently. Is that a Timbo beat? No, no. That's. Uh, I mean, I don't know who technically, but it's Tom Tom Club, uh, the Talking Heads minus David Byrne is that. Like they have a song that's identical. Okay. They just like put a couple things on it. But I don't know. I don't know who's credited with putting the couple things on it. But just whenever they uh, kidnap the girl, she's singing to it. It's a very good scene. You'll see. You'll see. Anyways, you're mad that everybody's mad at Kanye. How did, well, not mad that everybody's... But what, what do you think about that? Do, do you feel like that there is a weight being put on you by everyone? Like, every morning you wake up and Twitter's like, look at this. Yeah, to an extent, but um, I feel like by saying the older I get, I really only mean like the last year of my life. Mm -hmm. I kind of check out a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> and I mean, on one hand, we're... It's not. It's different when you're talking about an entertainer than you are somebody who actually has like policy power, because, you know, I'm not gonna tweet about it because I really only tweet about like the Aggies, and I only do that like once every two months. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I feel like what Greg Abbott said yesterday was pretty reprehensible, and I woke up today and pretty much half my feed was a was Greg Abbott. We're gonna minority report the act of rape talk yeah. and I find that very he's bad it's bad yeah <clears throat> but I don't feel like that has the same onus as when you're talking about somebody who's just a just an entertainer yeah well I just mean like the stuff where the people had an otherwise neutral position uh and like, then something changes yeah whenever that, uh the Mike Richards thing went down there was a strain of people saying that the uh Big Bang Lady had some wild views. And it's like, why do I have to give a fuck about yeah. the fucking backup Jeopardy hosts' views on vaccinations? But to an extent, though, I do wonder how much of or this... Or like John Mulaney. And I really feel like... I'm, this... I'm being called into court to weigh in on fucking whether or not John Mulaney has properly been respectful to his... Uh, I don't know if she's his ex-wife yet. But yeah, she is. Trending I'm... that way. Yeah, I think as of a month after his first date with Olivia Munt, <laughs> she was officially his ex-wife. Uh, the pinnacle of this, though, and I suspect this is the case a lot of the time, but we just have absolutely no way to know anymore because, you know, this whole thing was set up where uh, you would go to a meeting with, like, your other citizens, and then you would give your opinions, and you would, like, have a representation, and then we would decide how we wanted to proceed. I have no idea who thinks what, how many of them there are, but I don't really think anybody was actually mad about Brian Kelly outside of maybe like 1% of people that saw that. Now, it's possible Chris Fowler was one of those people. Uh, and I even don't even think Chris Fowler We didn't was saying, watch that, did we? We had turned it off. Yeah, yeah. We, we had 
It was a long game, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, there was an overtime. I don't yeah. remember what we put on, but I know that there was an, an immediate cry for a YouTube video. Yeah, it was out. It, we were out at that point. But so I think, I don't think anybody was actually mad about that. And dude, I don't, that night, I mean, like, I, this is not a refutation of the point you're making because this is just some people on Twitter. And I think that they're podcast listeners. So shout out. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying this to like because I hate the, everything that they're about. But uh, someone tagged me in a conversation they appeared to be having with their friend where both of them were like, I mean, this has to be it for him. <laughs> I well, just... one of them might have been Mark Reiner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Been pro- and I, it's so funny, like, when I saw that, like, the next day. Does anyone else even remember what, where Mike Reiner got this opinion? I do. I always know. Well, I mean, I don't. But I do remember the time. It's funny. Like, oh, this has got to be it for him. Like, Brian Kelly literally assaulted a strength and conditioning coach on the sideline in front that's of God and country. And really true. nothing happened. If like, that's assault, the, in, they should relax what assault is. But in the workplace, like, a, a coach, like, he attacked him on he the sideline. He did not attack him. He got him to back up. Uh, that's an, I think that was an attack. The guy was stepping to an official. He was just trying to be like, Hey, I will talk to the officials and did so like with his arm. (laughs) You're, you're turning very close to Sean Connery territory here. (laughs) (laughs) No, just like a, the forearm, you know, keeping him back. Uh, (laughs) Only with the open hand. (laughs) (laughs) That's Brian Kelly. (laughs) Yeah, that's how, no, he's, he's Irish, not, uh, Dude, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> like he runs right up to him and grabs him by the shirt collar and starts yanking him backward. But anyways, this is infinitely worse than the joke that Listen, Brian Kelly made. What you need to understand is that David Grimes is in the family. And how we talk to family is that's family true. business. That's true. Now, I assume that means he's still employed there? No. Oh. I said that was a while ago, dude. Strength and conditioning is always rolling over. He's a former receiver. <laughs> Grimy. He, had, uh, he liked to be called. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I think it was overturned, but he had, he had a catch that, if the refs had seen it correctly, is a catch against Stanford that's one of the real all-time special plays. It's your favorite It is, it is like, always included in the highlights. So, like, I think that it was overturned, but I'm not sure because, you know, I will often watch highlights of the 2007 Notre Dame-Stanford game. Uh, we were gunning for our third win in the final game of the season. But awesome. it was triumphant in its own way. There's something you can remember good from every season. And Grimey's catch against Stanford <laughs> is that for 2007. Well, okay, just don't worry about it, dude. You can still like Kanye, you know, no matter who he brings up there. It doesn't matter. He can bring Mike Richards or Jared Fogle or... <laughs> I am kind of interested to see how far he would take this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think it's, I mean, it was clear enough from the texts that he's he got, like, was the, putting he's up. He's got the Q Viking guy of the... <laughs> if he found a reason, but like he had a, re, like, you know, a baby's public support for uh, his presidential bid. He's like, if he was riding for me for that, I'm not going to turn my back on him now. Uh, in, I think that there is something honorable about caring about the personal relationships and you know, I, I don't know. I, I wish that he dude. wouldn't have said it. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to stop digging. Everyone have a nice week. <laughs> we'll see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.